You know what time it is. It's time for an economic update with Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. Hey, how are you? Great. Good to see you. You know, there's never well, been a oh, cooler to time you. to talk to somebody with two PhDs. And, and uh, you know, we don't, neither one of us, I don't know if you, neither one, neither one of us have a PhD. Nope. And so, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of, we're just going to make it, we're just make it fun and get kind of this rock star, you know, intro. But I always tell people, man, this is not your grandpa's PhD. Nah. You know, it's not the elbow patches and the, in the pipe, you know, or whatever, this kind of stuff. Like, like you're, you're a cool dude that happens to also have two PhDs, have two PhDs and be really smart. And we're thankful because we're in crazy times. We are. I mean, no elbow patches, no pipe. Nope. I mean, if you're in California, the, you know, there's crack pipes out there. I mean, seeing the video of what Newsom is doing right now, um, uh, prostitutes everywhere, oh literally everywhere, all over the streets. And it's to protect women's safety uh. because if they get arrested, well, then their pimps are going to get mad and beat them up or worse, right? So so they just say, okay, you can just be out there. We're not going to stop you from doing it because we don't want you to get hurt. It's like, what kind of world are Upside we living down. in? It's just completely it's crazy. It's almost like this bizarro world where everything that's good is considered bad and everything yep. that's bad is considered good. So I mean, true. Seriously, it's just wild right now. And, and then everything that we've been talking about for a year plus – Mm-hmm. about oh the the finances of of people's hard earned retirement assets eroding mm-hmm. because of stupid government policy that we can't yeah. control right i mean Im- imagine that that stuff in in california and it's like <sighs> what i mean but we've got equally insano type type policies coming out of dc mm-hmm. that affect our finances that affect our retirement plans the meetings that were held in davos last week not just American policies, but now global, pushing us down this road to destruction, right? Yeah. I mean, this is where we are. And so I was talking to, um, you know, man in America, Seth Holhouse yesterday. He's such like a great just, guy. Like, oh, he is such a cool guy. And so he's very philosophical, right? And yeah. mm-hmm. how he thinks and talks. And so I asked him, I said, Seth, what do you think with all of the research that you do going all the way back to Epic Times when he was doing research for them, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, what do you think is headed, where, where is America headed over the next five to 10 years? And I said, because to me, it looks like we're going down this completely godless road, mm-hmm. you know, like post-Christian America, right? And he said, yes, we are. However, it's also the most godly time in America because mm-hmm. it's like, the, the the left and the globalists and those those people who want to strip away all of our freedoms and all of our privacy have gone too far. Yep. And now there's this pullback and there's this rush to God. And so he said, you're seeing both sides of this equation, right? You're yeah. seeing so the, true. the complete godlessness, but yet you're seeing God act and, and move in our lives more than he ever has. And it's like, you know, that is so true. And this is why we can have hope because when you see that, when you know that God is working and acting on our lives and in us mm-hmm. and on us and through us, you can't have a bad result from that, right? So, Amen. so we're living in times, and we should just be. <laughs> There's Seth Holhouse There's right Seth there. Right there. Yeah. That yeah. beard is real, yeah. by the way. Yeah, I tested it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I see that you're testing it. Yeah, and, and, and you know, Kirk, people. Uh, <laughs> you know, somebody grows up in the home of an alcoholic usually doesn't have a, a neutral opinion on alcohol. Right. They, they sometimes they either also 
you know, turn to alcohol or they swing this other way and like nothing to do with it and have this other, you know, extreme, you know, res- response, but it's, it, they're never usually like, oh, I never thought about it. Right. You know, and, and that's our world right now. When you see these kind of things, when you see, you know, the, the, the viral clips went around this past week of, uh, you know, family friendly drag queen, you know, story stuff and, and the things that they're saying in front of these kids, you see that and you think, oh my gosh, that is just that's, evil. That's you, you don't need a Bible verse or anything nope. to know that that's evil. Mm-hmm. That's just messed up. And so people see that and they, they kind of are, are swinging back the other way, but less people are living in the middle. Yeah. And they're either, you know, over here, you know, or, or saying, man, you know, we've, we've got to clean up, you know, our, our streets. We need to clean up our, our act. We need to do it personally and we need the mm-hmm. government to do it as well. And they're going to swing back the other way. And I think that does, it does polarize people to one side or the other. And I think more people are going to are going to kind of swing back this way over here. Well, I think that's absolutely mm-hmm. going to be the case. And you know, it, even even what we've been talking about a lot lately financially about the central bank digital currency. Yep. When it hits, you're going to have so much pushback from it. Like kind of like what we've talked about the the evangelicals and Catholics are going to think it's the mark of the beast and they're so going to say we're not going to play. And, yep. and libertarians are going to say this is complete ultimate loss of freedom and privacy. Yeah. We're not yep. going to play. And, and, you know, I joke about it here in Colorado, dispensary on every other corner, right? It's mm-hmm. like, man, pot capital of the world. But those people are used to buying pot with cash. Right. They won't be able to anymore. Yeah. It's not going to be private. Even they're going to be ticked, right? So mm-hmm. so it's almost like Pelosi's stupid saying of, well, you got to pass it if we want to know what's in it, right? So, right. so you're going to get this and there's going to be immediate pushback and people are going to want al- something alternative to mm-hmm. actually thrive in and not have this this juggernaut of globalism coming mm-hmm. down the path knocking us over putting us in a chokehold and saying look all your pri- privacy all your freedoms are gone because mm-hmm. that's what they want yep the best way to control a people is to control what they spend their money on right and they're making that's it they're oh. making it more comfortable for people to not have cash we were at the boat and travel show this weekend overland park convention center and they had like 500 exhibits it's a big show and the, the zero cash. We're cashless. No cash. No, no, not a vendor, not a concession stand, not to pay to get in. It's like fourteen dollars person to get in. That, that there's no cash in the building, and then he signs up everywhere. It says we are cashless. Overland Park Convention Center, and and that wasn't just for that event. That's the Overland Park Convention Center. You know, here in Kansas City is a cashless entity. Man, and so um, I, I, they, they kind of make it where it's kind of where you. It's like taking checks. You know, when we grew up. Everybody, you know, checks were a big thing. Yep. And now you see everywhere like no checks accepted. And it kind of just it's kind of worked its way out mm-hmm. as as a as a form of payment, you know, writing a check. And they're kind of doing that same with cash, where it just kind of becomes in your mind like, ah, oh, it's just not it's something we use anymore. Well, yeah, but it you doesn't can go to the airport. In, yeah, yeah, it, you can't do it. Like you can't, you know, we could let's see at the Kansas City airport, we couldn't pay the sky cap with cash. It's it's no cash. You know, I'm like, wow, that's really interesting. Well, and it's and it's getting even worse um, because if if. The eight number of ATMs in America is shrinking, mm-hmm. getting people away from using credit cards. Why? It's like, that's cash. So wouldn't they want to use push? No, because central bank digital currency is going to take over all of that. Right. And so even last week, Bank of America and Chase decided to kind of go together and build their, their big bank's first digital wallet. So they want to rival Apple Pay, right? Mm-hmm. So we're used to app-based money with Venmo, PayPal, yep. Apple Pay, things like that, right? So, but you've never had a bank that's had an app-based money, right? right? So they're going together. But here's the thing. It's in preparation 
for central bank digital currency, getting people used to app-based money because now you've got two of the largest banks in America, JP Morgan Chase and Bank of America, that are getting people used to it. It's like that old saying, you know, how do you eat an elephant? Well, one one bite at a time, right? Yep. Because if you tried to eat it all at once, well, you'd choke and die. Well, mm-hmm. same thing with central bank digital currency. It's too much of a stretch for the for humans to actually grasp what that all means. And so get them used to it incrementally, right? Mm-hmm. So these things are happening right underneath our nose right now. And and when when FTX went down, we, you know, we and and Sam Bankman Fried and all this, mm-hmm. and we talked about how the I mean, this is almost a prophetic statement that we were making. We didn't know it at the time, but it's like they are going to demonize decentralized cryptocurrency like Mm -hmm. like Bitcoin and Dogecoin Mm -hmm. and all these things, because they want everybody that's used to that to say what we want centralized cryptocurrency that's going to be regulated and managed and have oversight and rules and regulate all that stuff. Right. So what are they doing? And so this this article um from the it's basically we're going to talk about the irs today it's mm-hmm. one of people's favorite groups in the yeah, whole yeah exactly right so so in in epic times um there's this article about the irs how they're alerting taxpayers that they must answer a new question on tax forms or for for the 2023 tax year or face consequences well this isn't a simple question that they're asking. It's like a multiple part, 20 part question, right? So, so you basically have to answer yes, check the yes box. If you've received digital assets as payment for property or services provided, when they use the word digital assets, they're talking about cryptocurrency. This is what they're talking about. Okay. NFTs, stable coins, non-fungible tokens, cryptocurrencies. This is what they're talking about when they say digital assets. Have you transferred digital assets for free without receiving any consideration as a bona fide gift? Have you received digital assets resulting from a reward or award? Have you received new digital assets resulting from mining, staking, and similar activities? Have you received digital assets resulting from a a hard fork, which is a branching of a cryptocurrency's blockchain that splits a single cryptocurrency into two, kind of like a stock split? Mm-hmm. Have you disposed of digital assets in exchange for property or services? Look at all these dumb questions oh, that they're asking. Man. What is what are they trying to do? They're trying to get people to say, "What? We don't we don't want cryptocurrency. It used to be unregulated. We used to get by with just transferring money back and forth in this crypto world. Now, if you don't answer all of these questions, mm-hmm. you're in big trouble." So they're they're what they're doing is they're going to make people say we don't want decentralized cryptocurrency. We don't want this stuff. If we have to report all the stuff, if we have to, uh, you know, go through all these hoops and keep all these receipts mm-hmm. and do all this stuff and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and they actually now started even taxing private payments from Venmo right. to family members, right? I mean, if, if it's above a certain amount and it's like, man, they're going after digital assets like crazy. Here's the thing. Almost a guarantee in a world where there's no guarantees, this would be almost my guarantee because that last statement where they're going to start demonizing cryptocurrency was a prophetic one, right? Mm -hmm. I think this one is too. They're going to make it really easy to conduct business with their central bank digital currency, their centralized cryptocurrency, because that's what they want. So Mm -hmm. they're making all this stuff hard, cumbersome, horrible. Nobody wants to do it. 
but yet they're going to probably make theirs super easy. It's like, look, just deal in ours. You don't have to deal with all these things and answer yes on this thing because we're going to know everything about you anyways, but it's going to be real easy. In fact, if you want to go to Whole Foods and buy something, you all you have to do is walk in and walk out. Why? Because you don't even, it, here's, there's a couple cities right now that are already testing this. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to scan your QR code, right? If, if you can get an implantable chip, like what we've talked about in your mm-hmm. hand, that'll act as your wallet. It's, it's geofenced location. So it knows who you are, right? Because these other places now they have facial recognition. Well, it's going to be different. You don't even have to have that. So it's going to be secret. Right. It's going to be mm-hmm. not not even knowing, not even seeing these cameras out there around you. It's going to be if it's not there and you don't see it, well, maybe it doesn't exist kind of a feeling. So you just walk in with your microchip in your hand, don't pick up it. all the products that you want that have an RFID chip in the product and you just walk out. It's like what? It's almost like it was free. Well, until you get the bill, you but you're not going to get a bill. It's just going to be a debit or a credit mm-hmm. from your yeah. central bank digital currency. But this is the messaging that they're going to give everybody. This is easy. This You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to report all this stuff on your tax return because we already know about it, mm-hmm. right? And so this is how they're going to trick people and entice them like this siren song into their system. But they're right now on the new tax form for 2023, they're demonizing decentralized cryptocurrency mm-hmm. like it's a pariah and nobody's going to want it. Tell you, nobody's going to want to do this. What we don't know is what the consequences for Mm -hmm. noncompliance. If you you did any of those and you didn't check the yes box, we don't know what the penalties are, but I bet they're going to be kind of extreme. Right. Or an audit. You know, an audit, right? So maybe that's why the the Democrats wanted 87,000 IRS agents to be exactly right? I mean, who knows? And and, and the thing is, you don't need a whole lot of them, though, when everything is, is... digital and they're tracking every single transaction between you and you buy some eggs from a farmer, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. they know every dollar that happens everywhere because there is no, is no cash. Now what's the work around that with having a, a, a private asset like gold and silver? That's one of your things you specialize in. Yeah. Um, how does that help you work around it? Well, it's a, it's, it's a private transaction. You take delivery of it, right? This is, mm-hmm. this is why, Central bank digital currency is the equivalent of fiat-based money, paper money, except a digital version, which makes Mm -hmm. it trackable. They want to get rid of the paper money. Mm -hmm. So they want to get rid of anything that's not trackable, but gold and silver are still, it's private. You take delivery of it. If it's small enough, like a one ounce round of silver, you can use it for barter. You can go to probably when, when this time comes and you're going to have all of those three people groups that we talked about earlier say, we don't want to play this game. If they're store owners, we're not going to participate in this. Mm -hmm. So you could use silver to barter with, to go to a small local grocery store where you might know the owner and say, Mm -hmm. Hey, you want silver for the the eggs, right? Right. Or you could go to the farmer, the rancher for vegetables or beef or whatever. Right. So you can start. That's one way that you can actually accomplish this. And it's a real easy way, right? Because Silver is uniform in size. It has a value. People know what it is. Mm-hmm. Other things you can barter with too, right? I mean, you, anything that has Eggs. value to somebody else, you can barter with. You, if if you had bullets, if you had vodka, if you had cigarettes, if you had toilet paper, if you had video games, I mean, literally mm-hmm. anything can be used to trade with somebody if it's something that they want and they have something that you want, right? Mm-hmm. So, but this just makes it really easy 
because it is a legitimate bona fide currency, right? It has right. value and it's small and it's portable and we know what it is. So, so that's how, David, that you can actually kind of accomplish that. But, but when this happens, the pushback that you're going to see is numerous economic systems paralleling each other all at the same time. And so what we can't control is, the, is that this is going to happen. We are going to have central bank digital currency. Yeah. Right. Now, how long it lasts is up to us, mm-hmm. right? Because there's, when there's other systems, it's like, well, maybe what about quantum financial system? What about just a gold-backed dollar? What about barter type silver? Or what about the central bank digital currency? Now, once it's there, people are going to have an option. And based on their feet, based on their actions, based on what they do, it's kind of like voting or not voting, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. like, what are people going to want? Ultimately, that's probably what's going to win this out. So when CBDCs hit the ground running, which is probably going to be within the next few months, and and it's going to be this phased rollout, you know, over years, probably, people are going to have an option to either speak up or not, to use it or not, right? Mm -hmm. So what lasts is going to be up to us. And and so, but but if you don't even want to play that game, you get silver. Use it for barter. It's Wait. it's a great way to thrive. Not o- I'm not only talking about here saving our freedoms, political, economic, religious, mm-hmm. health, you know, social freedom, all, all of those. It's simply a great investment. I saw that Colton had the chart up there for a yep. bit. I mean, silver is booming. I mean, when you look at the chart of where it's gone and where it's going, I mean, look at that. It's, it's unbelievable. Because everybody, everybody I know, we were with a doctor recently and, and he's like, you know, getting everything that he possibly can out of that matrix kind of like system yep. and into gold and silver. Um, and that's mm-hmm. kind of what people are all doing because, you know, this say today you could trade $25 for it, but what does this become worse worth when that is shut mm-hmm. off? All of a sudden it becomes worth much, much more. Mm-hmm because it's outside of that system. It's outside the building. It's not a part of their corrupt system. Mm -hmm. And that is, you know, if you put this in a box and come back 500 years from now, this is going to have value. It's a thing. And so, you know, that that transcends governments and what they do, you know, going back to Bible times, uh, uh, you know, an ounce of silver always had, always had value. And when, when, like I got this from, from your company, but it's, it's uniformed and it's based on the weight. Is not based on a collectible story. This didn't come from a shipwreck or anything else. It actually is based on no matter what you weigh this, it's an ounce. It's mm-hmm. always going to have a value. Well, and we're going to need it. And mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't actually say that I wanted this on the screen, but Colton, can you actually pull up usdebtclock.org and put it on the screen? Because I have to show everybody something that just happened. So so there's a ratio, you know, how much, how we're not even a ratio, but in, in value, how much should gold and silver be valued at, right? Mm-hmm. And and gold used to be like at 25000 Silver used to be at like $500 or something like that. Look at it now. It's on the bottom right corner of this screen. Um, it's zero. Zero. So it's like, what? how did how did that happen? So go down just a little bit. See, um, there are oh dollars there to is. silver, zero per ounce. Dollars to gold, zero per ounce. So what does Whoa. that mean? I thought first, when it first came out, I thought it was a glitch. Yeah. But it's not. Because the way that they measure it is the M2 money supply, which is, the, the, which is money that's in circulation, checking savings, um, money market funds. 
divided by the, the number of ounces of silver or gold that are mined that year, right? So here's the thing. The M2 money supply is shrinking. So the amount in circulation is going away. Here's what I think is happening. They're pulling money out of the system and people's checking savings accounts, money markets, in preparation for a digital currency because it's now shrinking. But it's like, Kirk, you've been saying for a long time that, that the government keeps printing money, Whoa. printing money Whoa. to get out of inflation. That's true. However, that's not making it to the public. They're printing money to you know, provide stimulus and raise the debt ceiling and everything else. But it's not making it to the public. If it would, the economy would be stimulated because there would be money to people to buy. But they're actually taking money out of checking accounts, savings accounts, money markets. M2 money supply is shrinking. So now it's zero, right? So what this tells me is they're pulling paper money out, getting people ready. Probably, this is my theory, for central bank digital currency because there's no way that those numbers could go from 20-something thousand for gold, 500-something dollars an ounce for silver to zero in a week, unless they're pulling a bunch of money out of the system and now it's below the number of ounces that are, I mean, this is this is mind-numbingly weird mm -hmm. and, it, and it just adds fuel to the fire of why we need to protect because it looks like they're going full speed ahead yep. towards central bank digital currency when the M2 money supply shrinks that much. That Man, fast. Yeah. Okay. If you're listening to this that and fast. thinking, oh, this sounds really Man. scary. The initial reaction a lot of times is to do nothing. It's just to freeze, you know, or go to bed and pull covers over your head and, you know, just hope this will go away. That is not what you want to do right now. You want to take action. You want to get a hold of Dr. Kirk's team. You can go to flyovergold.com, scroll down to the bottom. There's a place you can fill out your information. Fill that out. Someone from Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of you. They're going to set up a time to talk to get your questions answered. It's absolutely free. It's a free consultation. You can also call 720-605-3900. Take action. Do it today. Don't wait. Don't be in fear. Don't go put the, the covers over your head and think, I hope it'll go away. This is the time to take action. It's not going anywhere, but we have an answer for you. And Dr. Kirk is there to help. So Dr. Kirk, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what are you going to do about your finances? If you went back to 1920 and you had a $20 bill and you had one ounce of gold, you could go into a men's clothing store and you could buy an entire suit, the jacket, shoes, pants, wow. belts, everything. Today, what would that $20 bill buy you? It wouldn't, you couldn't buy a handkerchief for the $20 bill, but that one ounce of gold would still buy you. Even today, it would buy you an entire men's suit, shoes, belt, pants, jacket, everything. That's the difference. But today, that change is happening faster than ever. And we know a guy by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott that we've known for over 25 years. He has two PhDs. This is who we're actually using. This is who our friends and family are using. And he's a guy we trust completely. And in today's era, you need somebody you trust. So go to flyovergold.com and learn how to protect yourself against an inflating dollar. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.